Welcome back to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman. I'm your host. And we have been together since September of 2018. Can you even believe it? Oh my gosh, it's crazy. 112 episodes, over 18,000 downloads. And it just blows my mind. It was in the summertime of 2018 that my business coach then had suggested that I start a podcast. And I said, I can't do a podcast. First of all, no one's going to want to listen to me. Second of all, I have like the worst podcasting voice ever. And she said, first of all, that's not true. And yes, people want to listen. And so I fought her a little bit. And then I finally decided, okay, well, I can always try it, right? And so I went to record the first episode and did six in a row and found that I absolutely loved podcasting. And what I love about it is being able to talk to you frankly, to really talk about what it is that you need to hear versus what you want to hear. There are plenty of people who are willing to blow smoke up your dress, and I just am not one of them. I want to talk about what's real. I want to talk about what's funny, what's hard, what is challenging, what's exciting, and not sugarcoat it, especially when it comes to confidence and specifically around decisions that we make about nutrition, fitness, personal style, and confidence, and how the world teaches us to make those choices from a place of trying to change ourselves, trying to be better, prettier, smarter, thinner, all those things. But I think it should be flipped. I think that you should make choices about how you do self-care, how you do life, how you do parenting, relationships, all of it from a place of self and body respect. And this can be really challenging to make that switch because that means that you've got to accept yourself as you are right now, as well as your body where it is right now, instead of constantly trying to change. And I don't mean not grow. Growing and change are two different things. And growing is the evolution of what happens when you practice self-respect and self-acceptance. It is a natural byproduct, but it is not a byproduct of self-loathing. And I am super familiar with the self-loathing game. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today was, first of all, we're going to talk about how awesome you are, because you are, you're incredible. And we're going to talk about that. Second, what I want to talk about is why it's so hard to believe that. What is it that is keeping you from really owning that? And why is it so easy to put yourself down and to believe lies and stories and beliefs that are not serving you and that are not true? Why is this so stinking hard? So we're going to talk about that today. So we're just going to dive right in. I'm, not even, I'm going to save announcements for the end. And I have a really, really big one coming up for you in just a couple weeks. I'm so excited. I can't even say the words. I'm so excited to tell you what's going on behind the scenes, but I can't yet. But know that it's coming. So make sure that you have subscribed to the podcast. And quick plug, 
If you haven't reviewed the podcast or written a review on iTunes, I would love if you would do that. It helps to spread the message of Captivatingly Confident uh, about being you bravely and put it out there for other people. The more reviews we have, the more it gets seen and picked up and all of that good stuff. So thank you for taking the time to do that. Okay, so let's talk about you first of all. Here is what you need to know. I'm not going to cry. I'm totally going to weep. It's fine. You are amazing. You are incredible. You are unique and special and talented. You are brave. You are strong. You are so incredibly capable. You are intelligent. Girl, you are hilarious. You are deep and insightful. You are powerful beyond your wildest understandings. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are created. You are divine. You are inspired. You are magnetic. You are energetic. You have thoughts that need to be heard by other people. You deserve to take up so much space in this world. Your thoughts and feelings are valid. You are incredible. You are a force to be reckoned with. You're creative. You are amazing. You are awe-inspiring. You are motivating. You are enough as you are right this very moment. Not X number of pounds from now. Not this, not after you read the next self-help book, not after you finish this podcast episode, not after you make a certain amount of money, not after you have a certain amount of clients, but right now, you are enough right now. Yes, you can grow. I hear you. But Kim, there's so many ways I need to grow. Hi, we all do. Yeah. But growing can't happen outside of self-acceptance. And you, my friend, get to accept all of those things that I just said. And I want you to take pause and see what comes up for you as you think about those things, as you think about being magnetic, being inspiring, being motivating, being enough. What comes up for you? Are you arguing in your mind with me? (laughs) Are you being like my five-year-old who has to have an objection for every little thing? Because you know it all? What comes up for you? Do you doubt me? Do you say, well, Kim, you don't know me. You don't know my story. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what I've done. What comes up for you as you think about accepting yourself just as you are. 
chances are there's maybe one of you that is like, yep, okay, I claim all that. I receive it. I claim it. I'm going to live it. And everybody else is going to be like, hmm, I don't think so. And maybe deep down you believe it and your brain is like, well, except for when I'm on my period. then it's, it's good, except for when I'm, you know, or when I yell at my kids and then I feel bad, or when I don't feel like I'm being a good spouse, or when I rest, then I'm not, but other times I am. Do you put qualifiers on it? Do you need to earn all that I just said? Is there a reason that it's hard for you to believe that? What is the reason? I have some ideas that might help shed some light on why it is so easy to listen and believe the negative than it is to embrace the positive. If I sat here and told you that you were lazy, that you needed to get your ish together, that you needed to be more present with your children, that you needed to cook healthier meals, that you should budget your time better. You could get on board with that, right? Yeah, I totally do. I suck at that. I'm the worst. I never make my bed in the morning and I need to do that. I sleep in my makeup and I need to change that. You could easily get on board with the things that you're not doing to your level of perfection. But why is that? One idea that I have about this is that you have been trained to focus on the negative. And I hate to jump on the patriarchal bandwagon that is rolling through our culture right now, but there's truth to it. The history for women has been one of oppression, one of being seen and not heard, one of like Joan Cleaver, right? Leave it to Beaver, his mom, you know? Wearing your little 50s skirt in the kitchen with this perfectly prepared meal and perfect kids, perfect everything. That is what has been portrayed. And that is what makes it easier to believe that you're not enough. Because what would it be like if our society actually said, you know what? You should talk about how great you are. And be like, what? Why is it that in our society, it is so easy to talk about how terrible you are, the things you're not doing right, the shame that you have, the wounds that you carry? Why is it almost praised to talk about that, but not about the things you're doing right? Because you don't want to come across braggy. You don't want to be arrogant. You don't want people to think that you are better than them. You don't want to be judged. What is it about cultural beliefs that you have that say that you need to talk about your faults and not your successes? That say that it's okay for you to talk about the ways that you feel like you don't (laughs) measure up, but not the ways that you do? And what would it look like in our society if we changed the conversation? If instead of talking about the ways that we're trying to grow, if just for a minute we talked about the ways that we have grown, 
the ways that we feel celebrated and cherished and honored. But this is so counterintuitive, is it not? And if it's not for you, I want you to email me because I want to talk to you because I'm real curious about what your experience has been. Because I think for a lot of us, I know for a lot of us, that it's so easy to believe the negative. And why is it that it takes 10 positives to outweigh one negative? And that is part of our negativity bias. And if you don't know much about negativity bias, I highly recommend you do a Google search on this because it's a fascinating concept. This idea that from like evolution, it's an evolutionary standpoint idea of the negative keeping us safe. It's really interesting. But today it comes across as we look around for confirmation of what we believe. So in essence, what you look for is what you find. If you are looking for the negative, that is what you will find. And it's easier to get on board with that. Again, cultural conditioning is part of that. But what else? What else is causing this disconnect between self-acceptance, nay, self-celebration, and negativity? Where is this coming from? For me, it was always a religious issue. Being brought up in cultural Christianity, uh, very um, conservative Christian background, you didn't talk about yourself. Mm -mm. It was more appropriate to talk about your sins, the ways that you were falling short and how people could pray for you, than it was to talk about yourself lest ye boast. There's no boasting here. We don't boast in our greatness. We only boast in Jesus. And you just need to keep all that to yourself. Self-love was not a thing for me growing up. I still struggle with this idea of self-love. It's not one that I'm comfortable with. But you know what I am comfortable with? Self-acceptance. That is huge. So cultural conditioning Perhaps religious conditioning is another reason why it's so easy to focus on the negative instead of the positive, to focus on what's going wrong in your life, to focus on what you're doing wrong, how you're not measuring up versus how you are measuring up, how you are hitting the mark, how you are enough. Another is the shoulds. And if you've listened to me for any length of time, you know that this is my heart. The shoulds are beliefs and stories that you have about how you should show up in the world. Sounds like should, have to, can't, shouldn't, must, need to, supposed to. These are the words that kind of tip you off to when there's a should or a belief. And they let you know that that's something that's not congruent. Shoulds are not choices. Shoulds are implied. And oftentimes, shoulds come from other people. A lot of your shoulds, your beliefs, your stories, you picked up from childhood on. From your teachers, from your parents, from your friends, from your family, from society. They taught you how you should be. And it often revolved around how you shouldn't be. And the ways that you need to be different from how you are. 
Again, I can relate to this one. I was raised being told that I was too much, too loud, too bossy, too too uh, controlling, too too much of everything. And I just needed to be less. If I could just be a little bit less. So that for me is a negativity bias. I looked for that for years. I looked for it by my shoulds. I shouldn't, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I should have said this. I need to do this. I need to be seen and not heard. I need to not take up space. I need to make myself smaller. And I looked for ways to do that. I got really good at it. And chances are you're really good at it too. And how can you stop? How can you stop using the shoulds and switch those beliefs and make those into choices that empower you? Like changing it, like I, I'm too much. I am too much for some people and that's okay. Because for my people, I'm the perfect amount. And how can I make decisions based in that reality, that belief? What, what does that change for me? Well, it changes everything. So what is the should for you about how you think you should be or show up? And how can you start to change the language on that so that you can make it an empowering choice? If you go over to CaptivatinglyConfident.com, I have a free guide called Stop Shooting on Yourself. And you can download that and it's going to walk you through the process of how to start becoming more aware of your shoulds and how to start making some switches and reframes so that you can start to claim your confidence through making empowering choices about what you say to yourself and how you view yourself. Because friends, if you're trying to earn self-acceptance, there is not a thing you can do to earn it. You got to choose it. And it's a choice that you get to make. And your shoulds disempower you and take away your ability to make choices for yourself. And you rely on other people. You rely on other things. You need someone else to tell you that you're beautiful. You won't believe it for yourself. You need someone else to tell you that you look great today because you don't believe it for yourself. You believe that your partner needs to meet your needs so that you can be happy. This is mine. (laughs) I have done this For 10 years, my poor husband, I thought that he needed to meet my needs for me to be happy. And reality, (laughs) I've finally learned that I need to meet my own needs. It's not anyone else's responsibility to make me happy. It's mine. That's my choice. I get to choose that. You think that someone else needs to tell you what to eat because you can't trust yourself to make choices about food. If you didn't have a diet or guidelines or good or bad foods to guide you, you'd go crazy. You don't trust yourself. You've disempowered yourself by your beliefs. You think that you need someone to tell you how to move your body. Because if you were up to, if it was up to you, you wouldn't. Or you wouldn't know what to do. And this is what the Captivatingly Confident podcast is all about. 112 episodes talking about this very thing, about how to make choices for yourself that are empowering so that you can claim confidence. Because sister, you're already confident. You have it inside of you. It hasn't gone anywhere. You were born with it and it's inside of you, but it's gotten dulled 
right? Through all of these shoulds and beliefs, cultural conditioning, religious conditioning, all of the ways that you have been told that you're not enough and your confidence has gotten dulled. And my whole dream is to help you reveal what it is that's blocking your confidence, that's dulling your sparkle so that you can claim it and say, you know what? Even when I don't feel confident, I know that I am. Because confidence, what is that? Confidence is a feeling. It's a knowledge. It's a self-assuredness of knowing who you are and that you're awesome. The basis for confidence is self-acceptance. And as you're working on accepting who you are and what you look like and how your life is, if you're working on that, you can begin to make decisions based out of confidence, not out of self-loathing. Friend, it is time for you to let go of this negativity. It's time. It's 2020. Maybe this is your year of claiming confidence, of saying, you know what? I'm done. I am done believing this BS. I am done putting myself down. I'm done trying to make myself smaller. I am done trying to do what other people think I should. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to live life how I want to. How terrifying is that? But what freedom is there for you in that? How do you do that? How do you move into that space? How do you start the process of self-acceptance? I have an episode, I don't know what number it is, but it's called The Climb for Your Life. And I talk about what the process looks like of really arriving at a place of confidence and freedom in your life. So you can check out that episode. Pretty much every episode (laughs) in this show gives you ideas about how to move forward. Again, you can go to my website, get that guide, stop shooting on yourself. That's a great place to start. And if you're like, okay, you're right. I'm tired of looking for the negative. I'm tired of when somebody gives me a compliment of shutting them down, which PS, that literally shuts other people down. And if you do that enough, people are going to stop complimenting you because you're teaching them how to treat you. And when they say nice things to you and you say, well, no, this actually, you're teaching them that what they believe is invalid and it doesn't matter to you. Side note, we teach people how to treat us. So if you are constantly bagging on yourself, you're telling other people, your kids, your spouse, your friends, your family to treat you the same way because that's what you expect. That's what you think you deserve. It's not. It's not what you deserve. But you're teaching people to treat you like that. It starts with you. It starts with you stepping into self-acceptance. And what does that look like for you? And if you're like, Kim, I have no idea. I have no clue how to go about this. This is what I do. This is my work in the world. Is to help you reveal what's really blocking your confidence and how to make different choices. How to claim your confidence. And live a life of freedom instead of one of being stuck in shoulds that do not serve. This is my work. 
This is what I do with my clients. A lot of time it revolves around nutrition and looking at shoulds about that. A lot of times it's about movement or personal style. Whatever it looks like for you. If you're ready and you want to work together, send me an email. Kim at CaptivatinglyConfident.com. Let's have a phone call and let's see if you're ready. Maybe you are. Maybe you've decided. Maybe this podcast was exactly what you needed to make the decision to do it different. Maybe that's today. I hope it is. I hope you don't waste one more second seeking out the negative and believing lies. I wish with all my heart that when someone gave you a compliment that you said, thank you, I received that. It'll throw people off, by the way. If you do that, if someone gives you a compliment and you say, thank you, I received that, they're going to go, what? It's a beautiful act to receive someone's compliment. And when you open yourself up to receiving that, you open yourself up to so much more. It'll blow your mind. It'll change your life. When you start to accept yourself and to believe that you are wonderful, that you are talented, that you're intelligent and creative, that you are desirous, that you're inspiring, that you're strong and courageous, that you're brave, that you are capable, that you are enough. How different would it be to not object to any of those, but to let them in? What if you even made a list and every day you started your day believing those things? You read it and you decide to believe. I wonder what would happen. Okay, I think that's enough of that. I'm really excited to hear what you think about this one. So if you have thoughts, you can go to the Captivatingly Confident Facebook group. You just type in Captivatingly Confident on Facebook. It'll pull up the group. Join us. Tell me what you think. I'd love to hear from you. I love hearing what you think about the podcast, ideas that you have, things that you want to hear about, topics you want to talk about, guests you want to have on here. Kim at CaptivatinglyConfident.com. I answer every email. It may take me a little bit, but I will answer because I love to hear from you. I love to stay connected. Again, you can find me on Instagram at Kim.Ludeman. I'd love to have you follow on there. <sighs> so exciting. One more announcement for you. Well, two. The first one, Reveal Retreat, is coming up. I'm so excited. February 28th through March 1st. Friends, there are four spots left. Four spots. It is not too late for you. If you want to take what we talked about today and dive deeper into it and actually like heal that ish, get tools and get connected in ways that are going to change your life, then this retreat is for you. If you're ready to step into self and body acceptance in a whole new way, you need to be in Nashville. Nashville, Tennessee, February 28th through March 1st. Check out revealretreats.com for information. It's incredible. I have a planning session for it this week with the two other facilitators that are going to be there. 
it's going to blow your mind. Straight up going to blow your mind. Mary Hyatt, who is a incredible life and business coach. She does these beautiful meditations over on YouTube, is going to be there. It's actually her Airbnb that we're staying at. And then Kate Clifford, who's local here to Portland, she is, oh my gosh, she is queen. She just is a queen and she's going to do amazing things with essential oils and mindset shifts that are just going to blow your mind. She's changed my life and I cannot wait for her to change yours as well. So four spots left. Find out all the information on my website. If you have questions, reach out to me, Kim at CaptivatinglyConfident.com. I really hope you'll join us. It's not too late to get a great, it's actually the perfect time to get the best airline deal is six weeks out from your trip. That's the best time to buy a plane ticket. I got mine for 300 bucks on Southwest. So not that bad. And if you've ever been to a retreat, you know the incredible value that there is in stepping outside of your comfort zone, your city, your house, being surrounded by other women who have similar struggles to you and sharing with them and experiencing real connection and real change. It'll, it will literally, we're all going to come home changed, myself included. I know it. And I'm so excited for it. There's also going to be, I'm going to drop this now so I commit myself to it, a West Coast reveal retreat. There will be a West Coast one coming up this summer. I'm working on details right now, and as soon as I have them for you, I will give them to you. But we do have the Nashville, Tennessee, and that one's going to be, oh my gosh, amazing. But I did want to put that out there. Okay, last announcement is for next week. I can't tell you what it is, but you're going to want to stay tuned because it's real big. So that's coming up soon. Oh, my friend, may you go forth today choosing to believe all of the goodness about yourself. May you learn and choose to step into self-acceptance and to embrace this idea that you are enough, that you are valuable and worthy of love and acceptance as you are right this moment. I'm thinking of you this week, sending you light and love, and I'll see you next week. Bye, friends. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Captivatingly Confident. I am so excited that you're here and investing in yourself. If you want to learn more about Captivatingly Confident, you can visit my website, captivatinglyconfident.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at kim.ludeman. Thank you so much for hanging out today. If you would like to, I invite you to subscribe to the show and also to leave a rating and review on iTunes. Every single review means so, so much to me, and it helps to get the word about Captivatingly Confident out and to help change women's lives. I'll see you next time.